0: Good morning, my friend. I hope you are doing well if a remodel may. I'd love to hear from you about how that's going for you. If you're in the midst of remodeling something in your life, Lee at drleewarren.com. Let me hear from you. And we're going to continue with that today. It's Tuesday, so it's Tuesdays with Tata. We had a great conversation about what it means to be sealed by the Holy Spirit. And it really kind of radically alters your life once you realize that the Holy Spirit has put his personal seal. God has put his name, his stamp on you. If you believe him, and that should change how you feel about yourself, it should Model your self esteem and your sense of purpose and mission. We had a great talk about that, um, and I want to at the end of that include a song from Phil Wickham. This is a popular song in the church right now, but it's called "The House of the Lord." And, and the the song "The House of the Lord" uh, is a great worship song for your day. But there's a, a purpose. Is the bridge of that song says this. We were the beggars, now we're royalty. We were the prisoners, now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. Read that listen to that again. We were the beggars, now we're royalty. We were the prisoners, now we're running free. We're forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace, let the house of the Lord sing praise. So friend, that's what happens. When you take your your sinful, broken life, that your your life that feels hopeless, your life that feels trapped, your life that feels stuck, your shame from the past, your regrets, your doubts, your, your dreams that have been dashed, your belief that you can never be what you used to be or that you can't ever achieve what you've always dreamt of achieving or or your recovery from COVID or your bad diagnosis or your marriage that crumbled or whatever it is. When, when you got all these labels and these problems that you've been carrying around your life, you were the beggars and Jesus says, hey, I'm going to put my stamp on you. I'm going to redeem you. You're going to die to your sins. I'm going to bury you and resurrect you as somebody new you don't have to be stuck in the truth that you believed about yourself you can now be adorned with my truth and i'm gonna put a robe on you i'm gonna call you my own family you're 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 part of the royalty of god's holy kingdom the king of the universe says you're good enough friend you're good enough lola you're good enough brian you're good enough clay you're good enough will you're good enough sally you're good enough lisa you are redeemed And made whole and made precious and made righteous and made royalty in him because you have his stamp on you. We we're the beggars. Now we're royalty. We were the prisoners. Now we're running free. We were forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. Phil Wickham's a young man, but he's written some amazing words of deep theology here. And just let that, let that song kind of filter into your day and help you kind of remodel your self-esteem. After you hear Tata and I, we had a great talk about sealed that Tata wanted to talk about. And it's just brilliant um, thing to, to keep in mind. You're not, who you think you are, you're who he says you are because you're sealed, you're stamped. He He's the one that tells you who you are. And he's the one that tells you what the truth is. You were the beggars, now you're royalty. You were the prisoners, now you're running free. We're forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. WL1MD.com slash prayer. W one slash newsletter. It's Tuesdays with Tata, my friend. Here's the episode with me and Tata, followed by Phil Wickham's song, House of the Lord. And I hope you have an amazing day. We're praying for you. We love you. Don't forget to start today.
1: Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. It's a beautiful, really stunningly beautiful Sunday afternoon here on the river in Nebraska. And it's Sunday, but that means you're going to hear this on Tuesday, which means it's Tuesdays with Tata. Hey Tata.
2: Hi, how are you? I'm really well. How are you doing today? I am doing extremely well. It's doing cute. better now since the wind is not blowing and the pollen has ceased to be a problem. That's right. And so we're thankful for that.
1: Winter felt like it was not going to let go no. here in Nebraska. And then all of a sudden spring is here, and it's green and beautiful. And I think all the cranes and geese and everybody are gone now pretty much.
2: Well, and it seemed to me we were going straight from winter to summer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had some back and forth for a few days. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's Mother's Day here in the United States. Um, and so we'll just send a shout-out to all the mothers. Um and if you uh, are a person who's lost their mother, like Lisa and Jessica, my wife and sister-in-law have, and Dennis, you lost your wife, Patty, then we send some special thoughts to you today and prayers, and we're all grateful. Um, you know, my mom, um, of course, she did all the normal mom stuff, she just did a great job raising us, but also the, one of the things I appreciate about my mother the most is that she just never stopped challenging me to be... Better to be my to do the best that I could do and never put limits on me or made me believe that I couldn't do whatever I had my heart set on and I'm really grateful for her and, and the way that she kind of uh, aimed me and um, sort of pointed me for success when I grew up so I, I appreciate and love my mother very much and if you're hearing these words and and you had a a, a day today a uh, uh, Mother's Day that was sad for some reason if you had a Strained relationship with your mom, or you've lost your mom, or or you had a, a stepmother that you didn't get along with, or something. Then um, just know that God is big enough to in, to encompass that piece that you think is missing in your life. He He wants to put His arms around you and shelter you, and 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 hover over you, and do some of those. It sounds funny to say, but some of those mothering things are. Are metaphors in the Old Testament that that work really well too for people who are hurting and lost and and just know that God has uh, uh, Isaiah says he he longs to show compassion to you he rises to be gracious to you so anyway it's, it's Mother's Day but it's Tuesdays with Tata and we got some stuff to some ground to cover today don't we Tata
2: yes and, and let me just add to uh, Mother's Day uh, just a couple of thoughts. Um, mothers mothers, uh, is very noble to be a mother is a very noble profession Mm -hmm. and to have that aspiration is noble as well and so I, I think that mothers should be honored I think they should be blessed and I think that we should have a special place in our heart for them because no matter what kind of relationship you may have had with a woman that was in your life when you were a child she's still your mother That's right. and she'll always be your mother that's right. So honor them and respect them.
1: That's right. And if you're a, a, a stepmother who's chosen to raise kids mm-hmm. who are not yours biologically, we we uh, are grateful for you um, that you've made that decision. You know, we don't get to choose our biological children, but we, we get to choose our stepchildren and make them our own. And, and so stepmoms, we, we know you have a sometimes difficult task and, and we uh, we send love and thoughts to you too today. And we're just grateful for mothers in Amen. all shapes and forms and sizes and and uh, past and present and future. We are grateful. I'm grateful for my two daughters and my incredible daughter-in-law who have given us so far four amazing grandkids.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're blessed. You're blessed and highly favored. I am
1: highly favored. Amen. <laughs> well, hey, Tata, you got something for us today to talk about. There's a gold pinch in the tree right there. They've They've arrived. So, what are we going to talk about today, Tata?
2: Well, th- there, there's a there's a word that I've that I've that I've encountered several times in in reading the scripture, but recently it just became uh, something that I that I, I just dwelled on it, and that's sealed. And it's not a word that we talk about. You don't hear hear it from the pulpit that often, and we don't think about it being sealed. Mm-hmm. But um, if any of you have ever, or any of us, and I have. Uh, and probably you have as well appeared before a notary republic that's that's what we call them they and the document, whatever we had to sign, had to be embossed or sealed,
1: yeah. and
2: that was a testamentary to the the fact that it was authentic that the signatures were authentic, the people that represented themselves were real
1: that's right
2: and so we, we and, and then at another time in another era, kings would often use uh, sealing wax and they mm-hmm. would they would seal the uh, Waxed with their signet ring, and that was that was and that was told only to be opened by the person that was being sent to. That's right. So, the one thing there's several things in here, and I know I'm not going to touch on all of them, but there's a couple of things that, that, that just seem so 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 strong to me and so profound that, that I wanted to share that with the, with our with our listeners. That's great. Uh, but being sealed by God is um, is an amazing amazing thought that he would seal us as his own. And even in, and I don't know about you, but sometimes I've heard it in music before, But I've, and I say it in my prayers, that uh, we're so thankful that, that God is ours and that we're his. That's right. We're his children. He is our heavenly father. Uh, and Job, in, in Job 14 and 7, talks about his, sin, his transgressions, his sin, being sealed in a bag by God. Yes. Think about that. Sealed in a bag. And here again, I'm assuming that, that during that period of time that maybe that's how they carried their some of their valuables in a bag yeah. mm-hmm. uh as opposed to in a, in, a, in a trunk or something. Yeah. And think about when in Matthew and Matthew twenty seven, sixty six, that the Jesus' tomb was sealed by Pilate. But and, and seal Pilate put his seal on that and that tomb was not to be disturbed, but God broke that seal. That's right. He broke that seal. So God can break man's seal. That's right. But who can break God's seal? Nobody. Nobody. And so that was a that was a seal of security and, and, and we're being kept secure in God's love. And then in John 6 and 27, God has set his seal. And so that is a seal of authentic, uh, authentication that marks us as God's very own. And think about that just a minute. Being sealed by God as his very own. That's right. It's, it's a sign of ownership. And in and John three thirty three, it's a seal of, of it certifies uh, genuineness for whoever receives Jesus, God's Son, um, set, has set his seal on him. God seals him as his very own because he has accepted Jesus Christ as his son. And so, and, and so but the reading, the, the, the encouragement that we have from the Apostle Paul in, in 2 Corinthians 1, 20, 21 and 22, um, and, and this is the Apostle Paul talking to the Corinthian people, and it is, it is God who establishes us with you in Christ. Let me say that again. And it is God who establishes us with you in, in Christ. And has anointed us, hmm. and who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee that's right so think when you think about god God setting his seal on you and, and, and see, uh, making us making us his own, and then we are kept secure, he's authenticated that, and he's given us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee that's right. So, and and I'm reading in the Passion translation, and that can also be translated as an engagement ring. Oh, the that giving give, being sealed and giving been given a guarantee, mm-hmm. and so that's what, a, what an engagement ring does. It guarantees that you want to make this that you make a woman your wife. That's right. So and and but it's a seal. It's an it's all and it, and and what Paul is talking about here is a seal of ownership that God owns us and that we're his and, and, he, we are, and, we are, and he is ours. So he has made us, made us his children. And then and the seal of approval uh, that, uh, that, that that the Apostle Paul again speaks of in, in, in Ephesians yeah. um, that, that, and it's so, so profound as well. Ephesians um, 1, 13 and 14. In him... You also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in Him, were sealed. we yep. Were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Who is this? Who is the is the guarantee of our Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to 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 the praise of His glory. So, the, the Holy Spirit, it, it, when God seals us and we receive the Holy Spirit, that, that is that's going to stay with us all of our lives. That's right. And until we receive what God has promised us, and that is eternal life in heaven with Him, to be known as we are known, to see face to face, and don't you don't all of us want to see God face to face? Amen. Maybe like someone told me, not right now, but <laughs> they, they still want to. They, we still want to do that. That's right. Um, like a woman I that talked to in the hospital once, she's. Uh, after several comments by her son, that, that, that she almost saw Jesus. And he finally turned, and she didn't say a word. So he finally turned to her and said, Mom, don't you want to see Jesus? And she, she, didn't, she said, not right now. Where are my clothes? <laughs> so <laughs> it sounds like, sounds like us. We, we, we know in our hearts that's where we're going. That's our destiny. That's right. But maybe not right now. But perhaps it, yeah. today, we don't know.
1: Perhaps today,
2: perhaps today it could occur right. that we that we would leave leave where we are and be transported to where we're going to be. <clears throat> so all of all of these things, all of these comments about being sealed, seal seal of security, kept securing God's love, a seal of authentic, being authentic that is that makes us God's very own. It's a seal of to certify genuineness and a seal of ownership. We are God's. We and we say that, but how do much do we believe it? Mm-hmm. That we belong to Him and He belongs to us. We are His and He is ours. That's right. A profound thought.
1: And two things come to my mind when you when we talk about this. If we're t- if you're a, a person who didn't grow up around this kind of language, um, and if you haven't been, you know, in, in a lot of deep Bible study in, in your life. And especially because of the cultural context and when we we don't use these these kinds of things anymore to say I seal this or seal that. It ought to give us two things to think about today that I, that I encountered as you were talking. One, the world often makes it hard for you to know who you are. It makes it hard for you to understand your place and purpose and value mm-hmm. in this society and So the Bible says, if you believe, Paul says, if you call on the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my father. And so if God says, okay, you believe in me and I'm going to put my seal of approval, my stamp, my identifying mark, my covenant promise on your life, then friend, it means this. Your value is that the, the king of the universe died for you mm-hmm. and was willing to put his name on you.
2: That's right. And as opposed to, as we read in in, in Revelations about the sign of the beast, a mark. and A mark is temporary. That's right. But a seal is permanent. That's right.
1: That's right. You know, I think that's the other thing is if you realize that you've got this seal that, that represents the identity and value and, and the love that God has for you, that ought to, number one, ought to give you some... Security in this world. You are not worthless like the enemy wants you to think. You are not beholden to somebody else. You don't have to try to measure up to somebody else's standard. Right. God's already right. said you're good enough for me right. put my name on you I right. put my seal on you. Right. Then it ought to then turn us to the next question which to me seems obvious which is how then should I live? If, if God values me this much, what should I do about that in my mm-hmm. life? That's right. And it ought to be not turn out and perform a certain way, but it ought to change the things you think about, the things you're willing to do, the, 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 the types of things you're willing to pursue, how you want to leave your mark on this world. You're a valuable member of God's family, and you have a responsibility mm-hmm. to live in such a way That's that right. brings right. honor and glory to him. That's right.
2: right. And, and also, when we're sealed by God, we're made righteous. And when we're made righteous, that means we're made right with him. And Paul talks about uh, Abraham in Romans, uh, that, that that Abraham believed before he did anything that God commanded under the old law. He believed first, that's he right. He believed first.
0: That's right.
2: And that was counted as righteousness to him, because he was he had faith. That's right.
1: So I would say, you know, we're talking about on the podcast this month, Remodel May, We're We're talking about all these different places in our lives that we can remodel things Mm -hmm. and and bust down walls and perceptions and ideas and strongholds and things that have been holding us back and and harmful patterns of sin and different things. And I would say this this particular idea, understanding that you're sealed by God, that you're valuable and loved and cherished by Him and that you belong to Him and that that changes how you think about the way you live, it also ought— to remodel your self-esteem. That's right. If you That's have right. felt shame or guilt or, or less than something in your life because of your behavior or your past or your parents or your lineage or your wealth or any of those things or your addictions or your sin patterns, if you felt like you were valueless, you ought to remodel that in the light of the fact that if you believe in Jesus Christ, He puts His name on
2: you. Mm-hmm. That's right and you're sealed and that's you right. receive the Holy Spirit, and oftentimes things and and what does that mean when we receive the Holy Spirit? what does that look like well we we can't we have a hard time I have a hard time understanding that, but I know this that i that I have made decisions in my life, and thoughts have come to me that 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 were not mine that's right they came to me by but and and i and I for one have never heard God speak audibly God has never said to me Dennis McDonald, he's never yeah. called me by name, that I'm aware of. All right. Now he may have once upon a time when he called when he saved me from myself. Yeah. And when he rescued me from Satan. But, but because and that's the that's the that's the shame that and and the conflict that we have because we will we will live in, in this world until we have no more breath, but we we live in the presence of sin. And sin and, and Satan has, has one job, and that he's come to destroy. He wants to rob us Steal of our joy.
1: That's right. John ten ten. That's right. You know. So th- this seal, um, it kind of works both ways. I just remembered a scripture, Isaiah forty nine sixteen. God says, "See, I have written your name." on the palm of my mm-hmm. hand. That's right. And he's talking about Jerusalem but mm-hmm. but in the context of that it's the people in Jerusalem mm-hmm. and his people and we're part of his people we're mm-hmm. grafted into that to that nation. So so he puts his seal on your heart. He puts his name on your name on his hand. Mm, that's right. That's a in the language there. From what I understand, I'm no Hebrew scholar, but the language sort of reflects a permanent mark on his that's hand, right. a tattoo, sort of, yeah. so to speak. Right. That he's got a mark of you on his hand that can't be erased.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I, I recall a preacher using that in a sermon. He and his wife were on vacation, and they were in Hawaii. and And he got her up, or he got his wife up early one morning. And she said, "Let's go! I want you get, get ready! We're going. Where we're we going?" And so we're going to a tattoo parlor. Oh, she said, "What? We're going to a tattoo parlor." And so they did. And he asked the tattoo artist, "What is the worst part of the human body to remove a tattoo? The palm of your hand." Wow. So when God seals you. When he writes your name in his hand, he owns you it's stuck
1: yeah. that's right Yeah, Jesus used that same metaphor about no one can snatch them from my hand that's right and John so I think you you know I, I think you ought to have a great deal of security in knowing that you are beloved, that you are loved, that you are cherished, that you are enough, that you are that's right. sealed that's right. with the name that is above all names That's right on your heart. And so, friend, I can't think of a better thing to talk about today than, you know, as we look outside at this beautiful river and this piece of land that we're sitting Mm -hmm. on. I can't think of a better thing to think that the Creator God, the God who, in a word, spoke everything. And Jesus, by the way, according to John chapter 1... Jesus was the mechanism through which all of this was created. And it okay. says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was mm-hmm. God. That's and right. he goes on to say, nothing was created right. that wasn't created by mm-hmm. him, by the Word.
2: That's like, to make it even more understandable, hopefully, is if you meet, meet a family and you ask, who are these children? The mother will say, they are my children. That's right. And the father will say, they are my children. That's right. They're mine.
1: You're his, and I guess it, it is a great metaphor to add to Remodel May. Yeah. Just remodel your self-esteem and your understanding right. of who you are and let that let that filter into the decisions that you make and, and let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be pleasing to him because we bear his seal. That's right.
2: Yeah. and and don't, and don't be ashamed to say, I am yours and you are mine.
1: That's right. That's right. If if we're going to start knocking down walls, Tata, when should we start? We're
2: going to start today.